girlfriend. Well, she's not even a friend. She's a client. But I told her that we should be best friends because we are very similar. Um, Is that how best friends work? Like, look, you and I, we need to be best friends. Drop everyone else. I think as adults, that's what happens. Because I think you just, like, you need to cut through the bullshit. You don't have time. Especially parents. Like, we don't have, I don't have time to, like, woo you as a friend. I need to just <laughs> say, like, are we going to be friends or not? Well, um, is that my problem? Is that why, like, I haven't made any close friends since I got out of the military? Because you're not wooing them? Yes. Or yeah, You need to woo. Because, like, okay, so one of my best friends is Ben, right? <clears throat> and, like, he shows up on the submarine... And he and I clicked, but I mean, we were around each other all the time because we were on a submarine together. I feel like that's the beginning of every like um, love story movie slash love story. <laughs> um, I think that for guys and girls, it's different. Honestly, I think that girls need like that bonding time. Excuse me. Whereas guys, like, I think two guys can literally be in a room together for an hour and like next scene is their best friends for life. Well, either Whereas that. Girls don't, that doesn't happen. Well, they can either be best friends for life, or they could be. I don't ever want to see this person again. A hundred percent. But I think that hundo p. By yeah. the way. <laughs> um, but I think that with girls, that happens more often mm. than than the other. Like I think that when I leave a room full of women, I'm like, just shoot me now, Sean. Please take me home. And I know that that's the consensus with most most women. Oh, well, that's too bad. Unless I'm the only one they hate. Yeah, it could just be <laughs> the consensus with most women with you. Oh, poor me. Um, I do have a question for you, John. Okay. I'm debating between two. Okay. I'm gonna go with the the less serious of the two. We'll save to save the next one, mostly because I kind of forget what the second one was. Okay. Well, I, I, so I just want to point something out real quick because it, it looks like we're actually getting into the show itself. Oh, yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> um, this hopefully will be the last time I record for quite a while where I have a house full of people. So I'm, I thought you were, Oh, you said they start school on Monday. Yeah, they start school on Monday. Amy's at work now. So my little sister is here. She's helping out because I'm working night shift and have to sleep and stuff. Uh, my niece is here with my little sister who she's just kind of like hanging out and playing with the kids some and whatever else. Um, so I don't know. They both have a friend over right now. It's relatively quiet, but we will see what happens over the next hour. Sweet. My dog puked in his kennel. That's gross. And like it's a huge kennel. So it's just on one side. Like I, I didn't notice until we started recording. So I got to deal with that after. Um, but she's currently rolling in it. So that adds <laughs> to, um, that uh, adds to things. Oh, yeah. Charlie. God, she's the worst. Um, John. Yes. Question for you. Gotcha. So you know that I'm afraid of a lot of things. Yeah. I'm afraid of spiders. Spiders mm-hmm. are no good. There's you- one actually that um, it keeps popping out of my porch, my front porch. But then as soon as it sees me, it pops back in. Like, I'm, like into the boards or whatever. And it's not huge. I wouldn't classify it as a huge spider, but it's big enough that I don't like it there. Can, can, can I can I pause you on the spider talk yeah. for a second? Mm-hmm. So um, I, I was in a conversation with someone I work with who keeps trying to convince me that different foods are bad for you. And right. his, his latest kick was broccoli and about how it's been like engineered and all this stuff and whatever else, right? So he's, I guess he must have been looking this up when he found this story about a guy who was cleaning his broccoli and a black widow spider came out of it. 
Uh, by so the that's way, really common here. But Black Widow's coming out of broccoli. I haven't heard of broccoli, but like grapes are a big one. Oh my god. Um, usually they're dead. Usually they're dead, and then you have to like you're supposed to put them in a baggie and like take them to whatever place you have to take them to because they have to go somewhere special to like be disposed of properly. But every now and then they're alive. Okay, hold on a second. So this story ended up leading with the guy putting it in a baggie and relocating it to some like refugee or something like that. Some animal thing, which I thought was bizarre. But why would you need to take it out and then take it somewhere to be destroyed? It's a spider. You can step on it and throw it in the trash. First of all, I ain't stepping on no Black Widow because my chin, my, you know what would happen to me? This thing would be prego and I'd step on it and then like a thousand little baby widows would come flying out. <laughs> baby widows? <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, I'm not stepping. You know what? Let's be, let's be real. A Black Widow crawls out of my, my grapes. Those grapes are getting flung out my back door. Oh yeah. And I'm never entering my backyard ever again. No, no. I, That's I, what happened. Well, I mean, I would still go in the backyard, but yes, if I saw one crawling out of my grapes, my grapes would be flown. A... That English was terrible. Anyway. No, it's yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I pictured it. I, I was in the moment with you. Okay. Um, so I don't know if they're like indigenous to your area but they are definitely like i honestly don't know where black widows come from i feel like isn't that like well, an when australian two, thing? when two black widows love each other uh are the males still called black widows uh i would think they would have to be right. like i think that is just the I mean, name for the species long. they meet and then they're dead so yeah hence the name um so they are not indigenous to here so like you can't just go release a black widow here because that could like that's like a simpsons episode with the frogs in australia like you can't just do that so, did, did you know that hawaii doesn't have snakes at all uh from my understanding there was like one snake that lives there and it looks like a worm but they don't huh. have snakes they don't have snakes they don't have rabies um so a snake got loose from like some zoo thing and there was like a million man manhunt. Not really. That's probably it's more people. That, we're the same way with rats here. So Alberta is a rat free province and we're one of like few places that doesn't have rats. But apparently it's a big deal. I, I don't, whatever. Um, but like you cannot own them legally as pets here because of that. Like if they get loose, hmm. that could like cause a rat infestation. infestation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I mean, I haven't heard about them in broccoli. I, that I just don't like stories like that in general, but, um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a thing. It happens. Cool. Um, okay. So I don't like spiders. Okay. You don't like spiders. I'm terrified of spiders. I would go as far as saying that I used to be terrified of needles with my chronic disease and pregnancies. I've gotten much better with needles. Okay. I still really, really don't like them. Gotcha. But my biggest fear, John, biggest out there, is being convicted of a crime I did not commit. This is like my number one fear. Okay, so with most fears, there's like something that triggers it at some point. Like we talked about how because you're so scared of spiders, odds are your kids are going to be scared of spiders because they're going to see you freak out about a spider one day, right? My and like kids... I've made a point, I will make a point to not be that person but i don't yeah like i don't know how i could prevent like if i see a spider i freak out so like if my kids are there i'm really gonna have to like make a conscious effort to be a 
better person with that. Okay. And, and like my kids freak out about like bees and wasps because, and, and Amy and I have discussed this because they've seen Amy freak out about bees and wasps and we're sure we're, we're thinking, okay, it's probably why they freak out about them. Right. Makes sense. Like, I don't know where the question's going, so I don't want to say what my biggest fear is yet, but like there's like things that have triggered this, right? Have you been in court being convicted of a crime you didn't commit before? I mean, what would bring that along? So I watch a lot of TV shows because I, I, I'm a photographer and I edit. And when I'm editing, I watch TV. And like I watch probably way more TV than the average person because it's on in the background a lot when I'm working. So do I. Um, and I really enjoy shows that make me feel almost sick. <laughs> I, yes. This is something that you and I have discussed when yes. you've written me like, why am I watching this? It's making me sick. Sean doesn't get it. Like Sean will... Sean doesn't really watch TV with me anymore. He used to, you know, he, he's decided his time is better spent doing other things. And I get that because TV is just not really his thing. Um, but he'll like, I'll be watching a show and he'll come in the room and like, he'll catch 15 minutes of it. And he'll just look at me and be like, why are you watching this? Like who wants to see this and have this in their life and make them feel so shitty. So I think I watch a lot of shows where people are wrongly accused, but you know as the viewer that they're telling the truth, which makes it so much harder because you're like, I just want to like help them, even though I know it's fictional. Now, do you do you like the shows where like you where the show is more about like the attorney or the police officer or something like that? And then you don't know if the if the person being wrongly accused is actually wrongly accused or not. Do you like that moment where you find out one way or another or no? I don't know if saying I like the moment one way or another is is something I think about. Okay. I just tend to gravitate to shows that end up – that's not always like the premise, but like I don't want to spoil anything. There's a show I've recently watched and it ends on a very bad note of someone being wrongly accused. And we know that this person is innocent. Okay. And that's not what the show was about. The show was not about that, but that's how it ended. And I just like, ah, oh, no, not again. And then it's like, it's, it's the end of the season and it's over and you just feel sick about it. And I just tend to, I don't know. I don't know why Johnny, I don't know why, but this is my number one fear is to be wrongly accused, accused of a, a crime I did not commit. Okay. Um, so my question for you, John, plain and simple, what's your biggest fear? I think and it's hard to say for sure, but I think my biggest fear is drowning. Hmm. I feel like that's a common one. It probably is. And I don't know what started it, but there you was a time. A submarine. <laughs> I don't worry. You don't trust me. If you drown in a submarine, it's. I know a lot of things have gone wrong. It's not World War II time period anymore. Mm, okay. Um I wonder if anyone hears this like sound in the background. I'm pretty sure my daughter's baking. She's by the way, Camille has become obsessed with baking. I can't hear anything. Okay, because I hear the uh I hear the mixer going a couple rooms over because my daughter's become obsessed with baking. But anyway. I look forward to those days, by the way, because I mean you would if someone wants to make me brownies every day, I am down for this. Okay, so a couple problems. One, like, I don't exercise enough to eat the mm. amount of stuff that she makes. Right, Two, yeah. if she were to be making these, they would kill you because they have gluten in them. 
Well, my kids will need to, it'll be like, mom, I want to make brownies. No problem. Mommy wants to eat these brownies. Therefore, here's the gluten-free flour. Let me show you how to substitute that shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. So back to my biggest fear. Yes. So I, I, I think it's been one of my biggest fears for a long time. Um, and I'll tell you my real one. I'll tell you my real biggest fear. And it's, it's a conversation probably longer for another day, but I'll tell you what it is in a second. But anyway, so, so I was in Hawaii cause I lived there for four years. And that's actually where Amy, rubbing that in my face, but yeah. Yeah. So that's where Amy and I met and her and I, and a couple of my friends and a couple of her friends all went to the beach. And this is the beach where they do like the big surfing competitions on Oahu. Uh, hey. it's called pipeline. Like there are times of the year you can't drive by, you can't drive down these roads because the waves are literally coming over the beach and onto the roads that are somewhat up a cliff, right? right. That's how big these waves are. So we were there not during that time, but it was still a time with some decent waves and we're out in the water and we're, we're swimming and stuff. And, uh, they make the announcement, Hey, if you don't want to deal with big waves, time to come in, right? There's some big waves coming time to come in. Now, if you're far enough out dealing with big waves, is just going up and down. Like you're not dealing with the wave cresting. Right. But I was like, you know what? I I'd, I'd like to take a little rest or whatever. So I'm going to go ahead and swim in before these things happen. So I start swimming in, I start swimming in and then I get down and all of a sudden I'm like, looking back, I'm like, the big waves are like, they're heading my way. And I am now to the point where it's crusting right like like there's the actual wave like what you picture as a wave is, is coming my way and i'm like oh shit so i start running but the problem is is when a wave is coming the water that's there is being sucked back towards it right like the water that's in front of it is being sucked back its direction yes like the undertow or whatever yeah and it it was high enough up that it was like knee level so like wading through that, pushing against you, I wasn't moving very fast. And I'm like picking my legs up as high as I can, trying to like step over this stuff. And I look up and this wave oh that's God. probably four or five feet taller than me mm -hmm. comes crashing down on me. And I just go tumbling. I'm like spinning. I don't know which way's up, which way's down. Like I have which is how people drown, right? Like that's what they say. Like the waves, they they discombobulate you, and yeah. so you don't even know like how to get out of the water because you don't even know which way is the surface. Yeah. So I'm like flipping everywhere. Uh, I have like shoulder issues, so like one shoulder comes out of joint, right? Which it goes back in because to have my shoulder issues, it goes back in as easily as it comes out normally. Um, so like my shoulders hurting, I'm flipping. I don't know which way's up, which way's down. I, f I figure it out. I come up. Obviously, I, I survive, right? Otherwise, I wouldn't be here talking. And I make my <laughs> way back out. But uh, yeah, yeah, that sucked. And that like that. I, I want to say the fear was there before that, but like that definitely made it worse. And I feel like that is a big thing. Like I feel like being afraid of something is one thing, but then something happens where you go like. It could go one way or another. Something happens where you go, okay, you know what? That wasn't so bad. Maybe I'm not afraid of whatever. But usually I feel like it's the other way where it's like, okay, I was kind of scared, but now I'm freaking terrified because of like this experience that happened that just made this fear way worse because now it's real. Yeah. So, so a couple other major ones and this one, just because we're talking about that reminded me uh, like, like a fear of like, being at fault for something really bad happening to your kids, right? Kids, I didn't even go there because, like, I, I literally can't even handle the thought of be 
I think most of my fear stem from just being out of control. Like if something happened to one of my kids and like I couldn't help them, I that that literally makes me sick right right up in here, right up yeah. in my throat. You're right up in there. So so I didn't I didn't even want to bring up kids, but yeah. Well so another time we were in Hawaii, um I it was after Camille was born, I think before Amy was pregnant with Ryan. I I was I was stationed in Washington, we pulled into Hawaii, a lot of the wives flew out to Hawaii to meet us out there. And Amy and I went to the beach with Camille. And I'm just like sitting there in the water like it's, it's like make all kinds of noise with my microphone here. So I'm sitting there in the beach and like there's little waves coming up because we're like a, a, a beach that's not like the big waves. It's, it's just a, a beach people go to or whatever. So I'm sitting there. There's no one else really around and the waves are coming up and like a bigger wave comes up. And the next thing I know, Camille's moving away from me because of the wave. And she was <laughs> two maybe yeah one and a half and she's being taken away from me now luckily i grabbed her real quick like she didn't even get out of arm's reach like, i didn't have to like yeah. get up and chase her down but it was like oh my god like that could have been it like that could have been the moment that was all done yeah that makes that literally makes my stomach turn so yeah no that that's definitely up there with my fears yeah. probably number one yeah I feel like if you're a parent and your number one fear, like actual fear, if you actually sat down and thought about it, isn't like something happening to your kids, then there's probably something wrong with you as a parent. Um, you know, you say that, but through a lot of reflection over the last like year or so, <laughs> like I've, I've, I've come to think, you know, you know, people aren't in control of that. You're not in control of what your biggest fear is. You're not in control of how you feel no, about different I think, things. I think if you're a parent, your love for your child goes so deep that, like, the thought of anything happening to them, I would hope, makes you very scared and, like, sick. Well, sure. But, I mean, think about if there's someone who, for whatever reason, is terrified of fires, right? Like, just beyond belief, petrified, cannot move because of fires. And something happened. God, this conversation is getting so dark. And something happens to where, like, your child is in a place where you'd have to run past a fire to save them, but your fear is just so much that you can't. Like, you're okay. And it's not I your. I feel like, I mean, you've seen you've seen this shit on TV. Like, you've seen the mother that's able to somehow magically lift a car off their child. I feel like your mom slash dad instincts. Well, but kick in in that moment. And for most people, I'm sure they do. But you know, there's that person out there. Right, that that's not the case, and there's nothing they can do about. It. Like, it's not a conscious decision about whether or not they love their kids or not enough, whatever. It's just that is a thing about them that they have no control over, right? And so I've gotten. I mean, the the, the point of all that, like, is I've I've gotten to the point where, like, if someone has a feeling about something, a desire for something, a a fear and whatever else, like, I work really hard to like not ever judge them for. For that, because there's so much, there's so much you can't control, right? Yeah, if Link somehow got thrown into a pit of venomous spiders and I had to go in it to save him, I wouldn't even bat an eye at it. Given I may need therapy for the rest of my life after that, but I wouldn't even think about it. I would be jumping in that pit of spiders. Okay, but if you were staying there so petrified that you couldn't, just because, like, you wanted to and everything in you wanted to, but you could not make your body move, should I judge you for it? Yes. See, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Like, I think it's one of those things that if you don't have control over that, like, like there, there are so many things in life that, like, 
deal with yourselves that you don't have control over. Like I, I really like the color green. I'm, I, that's not my fault. Like I don't want or not want to like the color green. I just really like the color green. So like, if someone judges me for liking the color green, like it's not, I'm out of control of that. That's and this and, That doesn't affect someone's life. Yeah. But if there's something in there and I think it, I don't think it's the norm, right? Like I'm not saying that like you're going to run across this all the time, but like I guarantee there's someone out there who would not be able to physically overcome a fear no matter what the situation is. And like, like, you have to, I don't want to say you have to cut them slack, but like at the same time, you have to, like, you have to kind of understand somewhat that like, it's not that they don't want to, it's that they physically cannot make themselves. The only way I agree with what you're saying, because I totally, I am, I am, if there is something that is possible in life that could happen, like my kid being thrown in a pit of spiders, probably not going to happen. <laughs> God, I hope not. But like a house fire. That's yeah. something, I mean, yeah. the likelihood is still very, very low, but it's definitely more likely than my kid being thrown into a pit of spiders. Yes. If you have this, like, debilitating fear of something that maybe could happen in your life, maybe you shouldn't have kids. Because if, like, you ever need well, to step it up. No, okay. And I see that argument, but maybe you don't know. Maybe you don't realize. Also, hold on. And this right here gets into a whole other conversation I've had with people about, like, should you have to get a license to have a kid? Well, right? I mean, and, obviously, yes. Well, but see, here's, but see, like, so and I think we're going to get into this a little bit later, but like my personal feeling on a number of things is that government needs to back out of a lot of people's lives. Like they need to let people live their lives a lot. And, but at the same time, yes, I also kind of think that, that like there's people out there that, that people should be like, no, you seriously, seriously, no, not you. No, don't, don't reproduce. But right? like maybe not even a license, but maybe more just a like... Like, you know how there's, like, uh, they used to be called Lamaze classes. What the hell are they called now? I, I, like, prenatal classes or whatever. I didn't know the like name you changed. Go and, and you go and you, you know, you, you're you going to have a baby. You're going to go into labor. This is what's going to happen during that process. And, like, it's not a, it's not a, um, it's an optional thing. You, you don't have to go to these classes. Yeah. But the recommendation is there. Your doctor will say, like, this could really help you. And, like, you go to them and you're like, I, and for me personally, I knew most of this stuff. But for sure. Sean, there was a lot of things where he's like, I feel really good about this class. Like, I feel really good about the, the, the few things we took out of this really are great. I feel like they need that with parenthood. Like, they need you to be able to go through a 70-hour course of, like, you're about to be a mom. Here is how you be a mom. Yeah. Um. But going back to the fear thing, the one time I think that it's okay to not jump into a flame for your child is, for example, you're afraid of drowning. Your okay. fear. Let's pretend you're afraid of drowning, but you also can't swim. And I know that you can. Yeah, no, that... Whether it's, whether it's well or not, you can swim well enough to save your child's life if need be. Sure. But let's pretend you can't because I have an aunt who is petrified of water and has never learned how to swim. And like she will not go in two feet of water. Like she won't even go in the kiddie pool. Yeah. If her kid got thrown in a pool and was drowning, her going in actually would cause more issues because now sure. someone has to save both of them. No, no, you're That would right. be the one instance where I'm like, okay, probably you're not actually going to help. You may actually do more damage than good because of your fear slash that fear has led to you not learning ever how to swim. 
you might actually drown your kid trying to save them. Yeah. Whereas someone else maybe would see them and, and jump in. So that, that would be the one time. But other than that, no. You should be jumping in pits of spiders, flaming houses. I, I, I agree. You need to save your children. But I also... <laughs> Okay, so this is what we've... Okay, we can just end it now. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. This has been Apparently Parenting Podcast. Save your kids if they are drowning. See, you see what you did there? That, that's nice. You brought in the show on accident. I appreciate I, that. I, I don't have to say it later. Um, but, but also, I don't feel that you can judge someone if... Like, okay, and it's one of those things, too, where you... It's hard to say without being in that person's head whether they just didn't want to. I say didn't want to. Whether they whether it was really a debilitating thing or not, right? But you know this has happened. Like you know this has happened at some point in the past. However many times there's been someone who just could not do it. They had a debilitating thing, and you like you're like he's saying things he's saying things so i'm going to start opening stuff anyway people no don't have kids if you can't save their lives don't have them ah that's okay so this this needs to be a conversation brought on later whether or not whether or not (laughs) probably not for the show because i can see us getting into an argument over this (laughs) you realize you and i have gotten into more disagreements in the last like few months in conversation like have we just run out of the fun stuff to talk about over the months and so now we're finding the stuff that we just disagree on to where like it's it's gotten to where like you're like okay one of us needs to like slow down just enough so to make sure that neither one of us ends up upset yeah and it should be you because i am like six and a half months pregnant here yeah i'm not like trying to race you <laughs> mm-hmm <laughs> Okay. Okay, Chelsea. Um, we've been talking for about 25 minutes or so. Let's take a quick break. And we'll come back with what we thought we were actually going to talk about in this episode. All right. We are back. And Chelsea, you uh, we were messaging last night. And I was asking you if you had an idea of what you wanted to talk about. I think you brought up a topic that is something that has actually weighed on my mind um, a bit not that long ago. Okay. So I want to I'm gonna let you introduce it, but also I want to know what, what is that made you think of it? So I want to talk about um, – so I don't want to talk about politics or religion or, or any of that because, A, I think religion is a topic we want to have later – in the show, because um, I think that'll be a long one. Um, I pretty much just never want to talk politics with you or gun control or anything like that, because like this could be like a topic that's just like totally friends off for us forever. And that's OK. I've accepted that like we just won't be on the same page there. And that's OK. We can just not talk about it. And life's good. What I do want to talk about is these sort of topics and talking to your kids about them or talking in front of your kids about them and and how you do that. Are you, are you by like, are you one of those families that's, and I'm going to use Trump only because he is the current president and the most known man in the world right now. I'm not, I don't want to get into him, but like, let's just pretend you're a Trump supporter, whether you are or not. Do you kind of, I don't want to say put those biases on your kids, but do you, do you encourage them to follow your lead? Do you encourage them to have their own opinions 
when it comes to let's 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 keep religion out of this a yes. little bit if we can. Um, let's just talk politics or just any um, kind of like newsworthy conversations that maybe come up. This stemmed from I was on another podcast the other night, and I was on it because I was I was kind of the female perspective on the. Uh, the recent events, if anyone um, knows anything about streamers, which I feel like maybe this isn't the audience. <laughs> There's a big streamer. His name is Ninja, I believe. <laughs> which is so ridiculous, uh, by the way. I know. It, the whole thing is ridiculous. Anyways, he has recently said that he does not want to and will not stream with female gamers. His reasoning behind that is because... He respects his wife, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't want rumors to start, blah, blah, blah. What, so that's, and we don't need to get into that, but that's a topic that came up on the show and then it led to Sean and I talking about it over dinner last night. And Sean and I didn't agree or disagree. We were just kind of having just open conversation about it. And Link was sitting right there. And it made me think, Link's not old enough to to know what we're talking about right now, but if he was five four five six i don't i don't really know the age but yeah old enough to go like oh mom and dad are having this like serious conversation about blank do you have those conversations in front of your kids do you involve them in them so okay i'll try to give background to this which i think is going to be more of the conversation than the answer itself um so I, mean, I live down here in Texas, right? I live in a very conservative part. Like I'm not in Houston, which Houston has become very, very liberal. I'm on the outskirts of Houston, which is still very, very conservative. I come from a very conservative family. Um, with the exception of my stepdad's father, who uh, I don't know that he was liberal, but he always voted Democrat. I think it had something to do with teaching because he was a principal, superintendent, all that stuff. Um, and, and so some of that stuff, but it was, the funny thing is, is my grandmother always voted, uh, Republican. And so like their, their votes would always cancel each other out. And around here, if you vote for a Democrat in Texas, it's not really going to matter. Like it's swaying more <laughs> that way, but honestly, Texas, at least for a while, will probably still go Republican. So th that's what I grew up with. Right. And then I have a father who, uh, I want to say most likely due to rebelling against his parents became super liberal, like like, I don't want to say liberal to a fault, although I do, right? Like, so, which sounds bad. It makes it sound like I'm bashing liberals, like, oh, liberals must be bad. No, no, no. Like, like, but there's, there's like, there's like being liberal and then there's like being liberal almost just to spite people. Like, he's mm -hmm. almost to that mm -hmm. point. Okay. Um, and I, I, it has to be, I mean, because he wasn't raised that way uh, and, and and as much as my father is a free thinker, I, I, I think he turned before that point. Anyway, so this is what I grew up with, right? Now, Amy, on the other hand, grew up up in Seattle from a very, very liberal family. Um, so Amy and I don't talk politics very often. We try not to. Um, I see myself, and not to get too much, like I see myself very much down the middle. It just depends on what's like... You, if, if, to find out if I was more conservative or more liberal, you have to like pick specific topics. And I'd be like, okay, on this topic, I lean this way. On this topic, I lean this way, right? Because um, I don't really like either either one. Um, but like she is the type that's like, okay, her family's this way. This is the way she's always known it. She's going to go this way, right? Right. And 
<laughs> she actually got really mad at me one time <laughs> because uh, I read her a quote from somebody and she really, really liked the quote because it was a really solid thing about money and stuff like that. And then I told her who it was by and she got so mad, <laughs> so mad that I let her like something that was by someone who was mm. the opposition to her general thinking. You are an evil person, John. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, like legit mad. She almost didn't talk to me for a while. Legit mad. <laughs> um, almost as bad. Well, it's about the same mad as when I, I gave her venison jerky one time and didn't tell her it was deer until after she said she liked it. She wasn't happy with me on that one either. Um, you give me a funny look. Like had I, I mostly just like did you do okay, so sorry. Just a little little U turn here quick. Um does she like so I do not eat lamb. I will not eat lamb. It's a moral thing. I don't want to eat a sheep okay. because one day I'd like to have a sheep as a pet. <laughs> okay. And I just, there's certain animals that I will not eat. I, for a long time, didn't eat pig for that reason. Sure. Now I just, ever since pregnancy, I've craved ham ever since I was pregnant with Link. So now it's just like, I just try not to think about what I'm eating. But I will not eat lamb. I'm fairly certain that Sean knows that. If Sean fed me something, I liked, whether or not I liked it, if he fed me something knowing I don't eat lamb, and he fed it to me knowing it was lamb... I'd be pissed. So you know she doesn't eat deer. It's not that she doesn't eat deer. Is I didn't think she would try it. Like okay. she, she, not that she had like a an, a thing against it necessarily, but I think she just wouldn't try it if she had known what it was. Okay, so this wasn't like a big thing for her. No, 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 that, no. Okay, because no. I'm like no. that's kind of like that's like telling someone here this is vegetarian, and then you find out it's meat, and they're a vegetarian. Like this, that's pretty, that's pretty awful. No, no, I would not. Okay. I, that's a line I would not cross. Right? Okay, okay. Continue on. So, so anyway, so Amy and her family definitely do not have a problem with openly speaking out against certain things. Okay. Right. Um, when I'm around her family, depending on which family member, I will have that conversation. Sometimes I won't. And when I have that conversation, and I don't know if you and I have ever gotten into a conversation where I've done this um, mostly we're messaging, so probably not. But like, if someone says, I hate this, like my questions, my, I'm not going to follow with like, no, you should like that. No, my question be like, why? And I will probe and prod with questions that make them have to defend it. And if they can't defend it, I'll basically call them a fraud, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's usually good. That that usually makes for really good relationships. I think I think you not wooing people to become friends is not the problem here. Well, okay. So so I don't really do it as harsh as I just made it sound, right? But like, and one of and one of her siblings, I won't do. I won't have this conversation with because sometimes I'll I'll mess with them. Like her, one of her brothers, he'll say stuff, and like I can have that conversation because he is willing to at least openly look at both sides, right? But she's got one that isn't. And if I were to ever say anything to him, and I, and I was telling her and her other brother this, I was like, I want to do this. Like, I want to poke this bear. And they're like, seriously, please don't, because we'll yes. have to deal with it afterwards. And 100%. I was, like, I was like, okay. Like, I don't mind having to deal with it myself, but I'm not going to make you. Um, but anyways, but Amy Amy is... is like, she's, she's the one who's like, this is how I was raised... Therefore, this is what I believe, and this is what I'm going to stand behind. Oh, I don't want to say blindly, but almost blindly. Like, this is the route I go, right? Um, 
and I'm not saying that what she believes is right or wrong. I'm just saying that it's like, it's a very, it's a very like, like the path has been drawn and she will follow it. Right. Um, so because of this, her and I just, for the most part, don't talk politics. Right. Like, cause it, it will lead to her being upset about one of a number of things. And some of them could easily lead to like unrecoverable things. Right. I can see that. Like Sean and I pretty much agree on most things politically. Therefore, like if we didn't, I, I think it would be a same thing. Like we probably just shouldn't talk about it. Yeah. And, and I think it's healthy to talk about this stuff with people. Um, if you can, if you can both have the conversation. Right. right. And, and trust me. So, so like right now, a big thing that you hear, um, and just, it, it really upsets me as, as an American, I get very upset, right? When people are like, Trump's not my president. Well, that's not how it works, right? Like, like the guy or not, he's your president, right? So when someone says something like that to me, I will jump on him for it. Not as a Trump supporter, but as a, a person who's like, look, like it or not, this is, this is how it is. Don't say something stupid like that. You're just being an idiot, right? Now, I point this out because four years ago at my job, I worked with some insane, well, I still work with some pretty insanely conservative people. And I kept hearing, Obama's not my president. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, it, that's not how it works there either, right? Like, just because you don't like the guy doesn't mean he's not your president, right? So I, I, I point that out to show that I, I, whether I like someone or not, I will fight the same battles both sides, right? So coming around to, my, to the actual question, um, uh, I don't know, nine months or so ago, I was in the car with Camille and we're driving home. We're pulling up in the driveway and she said something about Trump being bad, right? Now, keep in mind, I live in a very conservative area, so it's probably not what she hears at school. So I don't know what she heard or who she heard it from. Although I'm sure there are some people at the school that also say it. I live in, a, I live in an area where there's enough rednecks around me where you're going to get those hardcore Trump supporters who don't care anything and they're just going to have the, like you see these stickers on the back of your truck. And now whether yeah. you're, whether you're Republican or conservative, there's not that many people that are still like, okay, this guy's great. Right. Right. Uh, but I live in an area where, where you see that stuff. <laughs> okay. Right. So, so we're pulling the driveway and she's like, she's like, Trump's bad. I don't remember what exact words. It was along those lines. And I stopped yeah. her. I'm like, why? And she couldn't tell me. Right. She couldn't tell me why this was. And so I looked at her and I said, Camille, this is very important. I don't want you repeating what other people say. If someone says someone is good and someone is bad, I don't want you saying that same thing unless you have your own reason for believing that. Right. So I, and we had to stop. We, we sat in the car in the driveway for about 10 minutes talking about this um, because it's very important to me that whether she agrees with me or not, she makes her own decision on why. Is that, Chelsea, does that answer your question? Yeah. No, I was. I thought maybe there was more. That that's. I think that's really good. I. I mean, I feel like we'll be the same way. I. I mean, I. I always speak for Sean, but I feel like I know him well enough to think that he'll he'll agree. Um. But yeah, I want my kids, whether or not I agree with them, I want them to form their own opinions on things. And 
I want to be very careful in the conversations I have at the dinner table to make sure we're voicing as much as possible both sides. I think it's tough to do, especially when you're very, um, when you believe very strongly in one side. Like I, with the the topic from yesterday, I feel very strongly on, on kind of the more, I guess, feminist side of the conversation. Yeah. And as someone who's going to have a daughter, I want to make sure that we're showing her that side of things. I'm trying to, I, I don't want to get into like a conversation about the actual topic. So I want to make sure that my kids are educated as much as possible. Whether, again, going back to Trump, whether or not I like Trump. And actually, Trudeau, our, our prime minister, is is kind of the same here. You either love him or just hate the guy, pretty much. There's not really a lot of in-betweeners. And, I mean, he he has his moments. But I want to make sure that Sean and I are saying, like, this is who we voted for. This is why we vote. And Sean's really good for that. I never used to vote. I just, I've never been a political person my parents were never political, so I just I don't really know a lot about politics. So for me, voting was, and I know I know I'm gonna get just razzed for this, but I didn't vote because I didn't know enough about either party to feel like yeah, my not that my vote mattered. I know all votes matter, all votes matter, but I just didn't have an opinion on it. So why am I voting? I don't really care who wins. I don't really like any of them. It, it, you know, it's <laughs> I, I would almost say that if more people had that attitude. Like, it might be good. Like, if you don't know what you're voting on, maybe you should either educate yourself or not. I was just saying, I think the right answer there is to educate yourself. And that's where Sean is really good. But Sean is not a very political person either, but he's very smart. So he knows, like, okay, well, and he'll break it down for me into total stupid form because I, like, social studies, history, not my thing. So, like, politics, have, it's never been my thing. In school, I hated it. I hate learning about politics. But oh. Sean will break it down to, like, my level, which is probably, like, a fourth grade level, let's be real, and be like, hey, like, if you vote for this party, and, like, with us, it's different because there's not just two parties. There's, like, nine. I okay. actually don't know how many there are, but um, he'll go, like, this is, how, this is, like, what this party represents, and this is what this party represents, and, oh, like, this topic is important for you. Well, this is what this person, this person, and this person are... are wanting to change or do or whatever and so sean's really good at going like i don't care who you vote for but vote for someone and here is the information for each of the parties and so i'm glad to know that one of us has that because at least our kids won't be total morons when it comes to politics and like i feel like i get more invested in like u.s politics more because you guys just have a lot of interesting things going on over there (laughs) that's that's definitely one way to put it um so yeah, I think that I think what you said to Camille is really good. I think that saying like no problem, you can. I love Trudeau, but you're allowed to hate him as long as you tell me why. As long as you have valid, not even valid reasons, but just reasons to hate him. So, okay, so two things with all with what you said. I feel like we both just said we hate our president and prime minister in in a podcast. Hey, I, like, I I I feel I, like we're in trouble. I did not express my opinion one way or the other. I, <laughs> no, I don't you think. you threw your daughter under the bus. Whatever. <laughs> no, I, I, I threw people that talked to my daughter under the bus. Um, so, okay, so a couple of things. One, I don't know that I want to have the conversations about who I vote for around my kids only because 
I think that that in itself would sway them. Now, I could be wrong. Like, I could be looking at this completely wrong. But, but you and you and Amy vote differently by the sounds of it. Yeah, how do I, I – okay, so I'm really trying to keep myself from saying something that if she ever listens to this would get me in, like, huge trouble. Okay. Right? So, I, but, I mean, We're yes. long past that point, by the way. Oh, dude, you're not fucking kidding. <laughs> not on this one. Um. Yeah. But, okay, I think a lot of times, though, that kids, specifically kids, will will just vote because, like, this is how my parent does it, and so this is how I will do it. Like, this is what I support. And, like, they did a school election um, when the election was happening or yep. sometime before. They did a school election here, and I want to say it went, like, hardcore Trump um, because of the area I live in and the people that are right. around here and whatever else, right? When it, and also, let's be honest, you, when, you're, when, you're, when you're putting two devils against each other, like one of them is going to cut one, one piece. Never mind. I'm not going to say this. I'm cutting that part. Um, <laughs> but, but I figure, okay, if, if I can have the conversations about things that are going on, who's running all these different things without and try to leave my opinion out of it when talking to my kids, I think that's how I would prefer to do it. Me personally. Cause here's, here's what yeah. scares me. Right. And this is, and, and I, I don't remember if I told you this story on the show or not, but so what scares me and, and talk about fears earlier is, is raising a, a, uh, what's even the word for it? Like, I don't want to say raising an idiot, but like raising someone who is like a lemming, just following this, this other thing. Right. Like, I don't want that. Like, so a while back, like I said, I don't remember if I mentioned it here or not. So if I did, I apologize. But a while back I'm at work and there, there was a, I think it was the school shooting that happened you know, like 10 miles away from here. And they were talking about the kid and they were talking on the news about whether or not the death penalty was on the table. And they said, you know, I think they said it wasn't on the table. I don't remember. But one of the guys I work with, he's a a little bit younger and he's someone who I see as very naive and very immature when it comes to thinking on his own and what makes me want to just punch him in the face with some of the stuff he says all the time. But he's like, Oh, these guys, this guy should get the death penalty. Oh, gets the death penalty. I looked at him. I'm like, why, why tell me your reasons why? And he couldn't. Right. And I don't want to raise that kid. Like I want to raise a kid. Like if you're going to be passionate about something, if you're going to march on wall street or march on the white house or, Oh, that's stupid. I say stupid. Someone's going to be upset about that. But that, that, um, um, what was that movement called? They almost got wrapped up in the middle of one time on accident. What is it called? Uh, where all the people were like protesting. It started on Wall Street. There's something called Occupy That's Wall it. Street. Yes, okay. Occupy. So Occupy, right, went to all these different OWS, people. OWS, by the way, is, is the acronym that you want you to use. Okay, well, but it wasn't just Wall Street. Like, it started <laughs> in Wall Street. I want to say it was like a thing against bankers and, and people making big money and whatever else. But like I ran into them in San Diego. Like I was at a place in San Diego and Occupy San Diego was happening out out there. And me and some other people ended up on some YouTube clips because of a completely different incident. But like if my kids want to do that and feel passionate about it, great. But know why, right? Like know why you're doing it. Mostly because you talked about like um, uh, protests and stuff. And this maybe isn't a protest, but I'm curious on your thoughts on this. And 
And don't feel you have to give an opinion just in case you feel that it would make you look bad one way or another. And, and I mean that. It sounds like I'm being mean to you. But <laughs> so <laughs> <If> you... <laughs> I, I want my kids to be open-minded about things, whether it's politics or religion or whatever. And again, I'm trying to keep religion out of this conversation because I think that's a, a, a nice big conversation we'll have at some point. Um, but one thing I've always, and I've said over and over on the show is like, I really want my kids to be open with any person with any sexual orientation, any race, anything. Don't dislike someone because they're gay or they're black or they're sure. And then religion can come into that as well. So I, I want to involve my kids in like the pride parade here. Like we have a pretty big pride parade here. And so I, it's not a protest, obviously. For the record, I'm not comparing the Pride Parade to a protest. But it's it's a celebration. And some people are very against it. Yeah. Would you... You want your kids to form their own opinions. Would you take them to the Pride Parade? Do you, I, I feel like you I, guys don't do a Pride Parade there. But uh, maybe a picture in Texas is a little bit weird. Uh, no, you're not. Uh, I, okay. I have no doubt there's one in Austin. And it wouldn't surprise me if there's one in Houston. There probably is. I um, feel like, you know, it's 2018. Well, but also Houston has become extremely liberal. And if you want to mm. see extremely liberal, go to Austin. Like, oh, I love Austin so much. But it's, it is a place where you will find all the weirdos. Right. Perfect. Which I, like I which I, I don't know if I should say find all the weirdos. And by the way, they have a gay parade, right? Because I think that's <laughs> that's not exactly not related. What I, unrelated. Unrelated. <laughs> exactly what I meant. But um I would I take them to it. I don't think I would like be like, hey kids, let's go to the gay parade. Right? Which sounds terrible saying it that way, but you know what I mean. Like like I I don't know that I would do it just because I don't have any need to go to it but i also if they were like i want to go to this or i want to go march in this with people or i have a friend i want to support and want to go like yes go for it like like do it right um and i would never ever try to talk them out of that ever right um i haven't so i haven't done my research on the on the pray i have issue i have an issue with okay so diversity is a great thing where my issue starts to come in is when you're celebrating a singularity inside diversity. And, 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 and I have a hard time saying this because I haven't done as much research on this, right? But like diversity, and, and I'm not saying the gay pride parade does this. Like I, what I'm saying is I haven't done my research to know how I feel specifically on this, on that. Like don't get me wrong. Like I, I have no problem with the parade, right? Go for it. Have fun, right? Um, and I think it's probably be a lot of fun to watch because I'm sure there are some extremely flamboyant crossdressers that show up in this thing. It would just be oh, yeah. really amusing. There's also a lot of animals, like a lot of dogs and stuff that they dress up. Like, I feel like Camille would love it, by the way. Like the one here, Camille would love because a lot of people bring like their little chihuahuas and stuff. And, and dress. Of course, of course I say chihuahuas, do. which yeah, sounds no. like somehow I'm being probably, you know, offensive. But like people dress, I have a gay friend, he has a chihuahua and they always dress him up in like this cute little tutu and stuff and rainbow tutu and take him out there. And of course they do. Anyway. Um, so, but, but I guess where I was going though, was like, I, I have a problem with things dealing with diversity that singularity celebrate one little tiny thing, right? Like but you have to understand the, these people, God, everything I say sounds so bad. Um, People that have these 
days, parades, whatever, they're celebrating the fact that they're allowed to be open the way they are. Like, you know, there's... And and I I get that. No, don't get wrong. Like, I I get it. And I also know that being a (laughs) middle-ish aged white middle-class guy who's straight and has a wife, two kids, and shit ton of animals, like, gives me no room to speak on anything. Pretty much. You've lost all your rights there. Like, like, I wasn't born into money or anything, and I've had to work hard to have everything I have, but I've also have not had everything going against me, right? I get that. Like, don't get me wrong. I get that. And, 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 And that's why, like, the celebration, the gay pride celebration, like, like, I don't have an issue with that. Um, but you know, we're looking at it kind of as a bigger picture. Like, would they be, would I be okay with him going to a black lives matters, um, rally? I don't know if rally is the word for it. Rally, rally, does rally come across as a negative connotation because of other bad things in the world? I don't know. I feel, again, I feel like most of what we say on this show probably offends someone. Okay, at some good, point. good. We've, we've accomplished something, but like, would I be okay with him doing a black lives matter, you know, event? Would I be okay with him doing, um, me too. Yeah, right I, yeah. Like what I mean, like all these different things. Like, would I be okay with them doing? And like some of them, I could, I could, like the parade. I could say yes. I would have no problem. Go out there, have fun, take pictures, march in it next to a friend, whatever. Right, ride a unicycle backwards. I don't care. Right? Maybe a unicorn. Ride a unicorn backwards. There's likely a unicorn. Yeah, not a real one. Hashtag fake. What do you mean? Fake unicorns. What do you mean? <laughs> Why wouldn't it be real? <laughs> ruin things for me john um but like there are other ones that that i would have a problem with like i would now, would you have a problem because of your beliefs or problem because you would fear for their safety if i feared, um, if i feared for their safety then it would be a big conversation and depending on the age of them and the extent of that fear would determine how how likely I was to like put my foot down on it. Right. Right. Like if it was something that I a little bit feared, but it was like super important for them and they could really explain to me why maybe I wouldn't stop them. But if like, I really, really feared like, or if it was just like mildly important or like if you end up with one of those kids, it's just like, I want to go protest everything to be part of a protest. Right. Right. Then no, I'd put my foot down hardcore on it, but it wouldn't where I, where I'd put my foot down is, is, there are certain ones of these things that I just, I, I, I believe that there are, there are, there is a group of people that have started something for a maybe good reason, but that it has turned into something not, or it is, or has caused more problems than, than it's accomplishing, or that it's, it's dividing people more than it's bringing them together. Right. right. And that I'm not okay with. Okay. So, and like, how do you explain that to your kids? Like, how do you explain I, that? It's not that I disagree with what they're marching for, but I disagree on what this march or protest or rally or whatever. I, I mean, represents I, personally, I would just try to, I, I, I would obviously go into more specifics than I'm willing to here, but like basically what I was just telling you, I mean, like, look, this Maybe is a good thing, but this is what's happening. Right. And this is why I feel this way. Like, and I'm going to 
give them a reason. Like there are times when you're dealing with your kids and you have to be like, because I said so, right? Like the, those times happen in but life. But at what age, what age do you go? Like, cause I'm picturing some of my friends' kids who are older and the diff- like, okay, your kids are still young enough where I feel like I can go, no. Like, I don't care if you believe in this or not. There's a high risk that something bad's going to happen. And I don't need you guys in the middle of it. Sure. And like, you can, for their age, even if it really isn't part of the fear, you can say, you know what? I don't feel comfortable because I don't think it's going to end up being safe. Okay. For yeah. people of your age. But at what age do you go, like, they're going to go whether I whether I believe in it or not, whether I condone it or not, they're going to go. Therefore, dude, what was that? I have something crashed in the background. I don't know. Probably the mixer. My <laughs> kid's been screaming for like 15 minutes now, solid. So um, they're going to go either way. At one point, do you go... At, at that point, do you say, I don't support this at all, whether or not you do or not? you don't want them to go and therefore you put your foot down and you're the bad guy or do you go, okay, I don't believe in this. I don't want you to go, but if you're going to go, I'm going to come with because like, I don't want you to go to this thing alone. I, I don't know at what point that would be. I mean, it, it, it and, and I think a lot of it just is, is about how, like what the actual fear is. Like, is it a fear of them being corrupted by people who are doing something without good argument behind it, which is a, a fear, right? Like, it's, yeah, I didn't even easy. think. I was thinking literally more like a physical, well, like they could get hurt by going to this thing because people get out of control and people, let's be real, we live in a world where people are nuts and they get so crazy about their beliefs that they are willing to harm other people because of that belief. Yes. Um, and, and, okay, so the, yeah, there's those two sides, right? So if it's one of those things where I'm fearing, fearing for their safety, if it's, it, it's going to, and I don't have an answer for like when this would be, but it's going to play off their age and how seriously they have a reason to believe in it. Right. Like if, if it's, if there's some, if there's some physical fear, but they can break it down for me in a way that I believe them, that they have a reason that they're supporting or whatever this thing. And, th- and then I can be like, okay, well then I'm coming with you to make sure you stay safe. Then, right. Then, then, then that's a way to play out. But like, I mean, think about all the cults out there and all the people that have been sucked in by cults and whatever else. I mean, I mean you got to keep that in mind somewhat. Like, is your kid going somewhere where they're super impressionable? Because, I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, kids up to a certain age and God, I have no idea what age that stops, but they're super impressionable. Right. And they're going to get sucked into this thing. And the next thing you know, they're dancing around a campfire naked with some dude with a guitar and a long beard and murdering people. I mean, I. I mean, these are my goals for my kids. So I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. I'm like, at least then I don't got to take care of them. Um, see, and I, I think that that is really extreme. I think that your kids aren't running, running off to a cult. And if they do, they're probably a little older. And even and if, if they are older, chances are. There's not going to be a lot you can do about it anyway. But I mean, you say that, but, and, and yes, the odds are insanely low, but the parents of the people who have been sucked into these things, I mean, they, what do they think? They're, they didn't think, oh, this is, you know. And I mean, I don't know anyone that's lost a kid to a cult. So, I mean, it's tough to say, but I feel like the kids that end up in these cults often don't have a great upbringing. I don't think they have a good upbringing because I think that this 
this life that they've somehow found with a cult is better than what they have at home. I think, I think that's often like, I think that that's how these cults work. And I really, I don't really know a lot about a cult, but I'm pretty sure they pry on kids who have poor family upbringings and maybe not in a like literally poor, they can maybe come from a wealthy family, but maybe their family, their parents, they were, brought up by the nanny and they never see their mom. You know, like there's just, I think it's different than like you spend time with your kids. <laughs> so, so and I don't definitely see Camille running off to a cult anytime soon. So, so definitely not going to have this full conversation with you right now or anything like that. But if I could easily argue the other side of that, I like, okay, well, like maybe, that, maybe that ties into our religion conversation a little bit. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Not that, hey, for the record, I am not saying culture or religion because they are not. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you took a you're taking a heavy stance there, Chelsea. Yeah, no, you you don't have a religion because you've been practicing for 20 years and you have a guy that thinks he's God. Um, so okay, I would say if you guys start wrapping this up, but I would say bottom line, like I want my kids to think for themselves, make their own opinions, and if they come at me and tell me something that I disagree with or even agree with, my question is going to be why. Like, why so, do you think what you think? And if they can't explain it to me, that's going to be where the conversation leads. So lastly, okay. basically where this started, do you change the conver- do you change the conversation you have in front of your kids because your kids are there? And or do you just not have a like for me, the conversation I had with Sean yesterday was great. It was like a great dinner conversation. It was, you know, at no no point did Sean and I get heated, but like he shared why he thinks one side of it is valid. And I was definitely very much on the other side of it. But I also kind of like understood where he was coming from. And so it it was a really good dinner conversation. And Link was just quietly sitting there eating his food. And I thought if he was old enough to understand this conversation we would still have it. It would be different in the sense that I would, I might change it so that we could involve him more rather than just talking about it with him sitting there. Because of course the, the, basically the topic ended up being very much about sexism and what is sexism and how one person who is big in the media can really affect how other people feel about sexism and how one excuse can be passed on to another person, which was my side of things. And Sean disagreed and social media and, and internet mob mentality sort of thing. So do you involve when you and, and Amy are having a debate about liberal versus whatever, which I'm sure happens all the time at the dinner table with you guys. Cause that's how I picture every American dinner is just politics um, do you change the conversation? Do you stop the conversation or do you involve them in the conversation? Uh, for the most part, we just don't have that conversation. Fair. And, and, and honestly, like, God, I, I won't, I don't want to have those conversations because I, I always end up frustrated, like extremely <laughs> frustrated. Um, okay. and so does she, like, don't get me wrong. Like she gets frustrated with me. Um, and I mean, obviously we'd have our own takes on which one of us is right to be frustrated at that point. But so we don't have them because like, I I will have a conversation with them and with Amy around and with them 
if they bring it up. But I don't want to just be having that kind of conversation with Amy because it, it, it never ends well, ever. Okay, so maybe I'm going to take Amy out of it a bit because you're talking about how you want your kids to form their own opinions and blah, blah, blah. How can they form their own opinions if you're never having a conversation about politics? And Like, my parents never talked politics in front of me. And I honestly feel like part of the reason I am so dumb when it comes to politics is because I had no interest in school, probably because at home it was never a conversation. And my mom is very disinterested in politics. My dad was definitely more political. But I think kind of a similar probably... Um, situation to you and Amy, my dad probably never talked about politics to my mom because my mom didn't really know enough to contribute to the conversation and probably became a little defensive about certain things. Therefore, politics were just not talked about in my house. And I really think that I don't know anything about any politics, whether it's American or Canadian, because of that. Well, and I see the issue, but... It's it's something that we just can't wait. We, we can't talk about. Like so I what, honestly with other people. Like you it, know, Ben. I know you know touchy subject, but Ben doesn't come over anymore. No, yeah, <laughs> no. This is a very tough. No, Ben. Um, ben is actually a good one because Ben is also very informed, very smart, but also not like dead set on either one specific side and doesn't want to just support one side or the other. Like he is, he's a good person to have that conversation with because, like, he's not an idiot. Right. And I mean, I know that sounds bad, but when you talk to most people about politics, they're idiots. And, and uh, sadly enough, it's the idiots that want to talk the most about politics for whatever reason. I agree 100% um, on that. So he's a good person. So he and I have had a conversation. He and Amy have had conversations. Whenever he and Amy are having conversations, I normally sit there and bite my lips. I, I get <laughs> that frustrated. Um, my dad, I won't, have conversations like that with my dad because my dad is I think I swear to God he is just rebelled so hard against like things in his upbringing that he is like he's just like if this is how far left you can possibly stand on something this is what I will take right um and my dad's a insanely smart guy I just don't like talking politics with him um so it depends. It depends on who it is. Uh, normally, if I'm in a conversation with politics with someone, I'm normally in somewhat of a debate where I'm taking whatever side they're not just because I want them to... I don't. I want them to back what they're saying, not just say it. This um, does not surprise me at all that you try and stir the pot. <laughs> uh, so I guess the end of this we can both agree that we really want to do our best to not be biased in front of our kids and we want them to form their own opinions and to not be morons and just follow other people's opinions like little lemmings off little cliffs to their death yes. into a cult into a cult because cults are fun you know i would love to like I feel like I would be that person that I'd say, like, I just want to visit. I just want to see a cult because I want to understand the stupidity behind the people that end up entering these cults. But I would end up being, like, brainwashed when I'm there because I'm very easily convinced on topics. Well, and see, that's the thing. And it's not that you come from a bad household, right? It's I think that if you catch anyone in the right point in their life, they can be 
swayed unless they're that person who is questioning everything all the time, which isn't a great place to be. Like I question almost everything all the time and it makes me very cynical. And I think it actually like removes a level of happiness. You're like the Messiah of the cult because of that level. Yeah, maybe. maybe. (laughs) Um, All right, Chelsea, we got to We got to get out of here. I got to at least see my kids. Some yours is potentially screaming. I don't know. No, he screamed for about 15, 20 minutes, which I don't like to let him do, but, um, but I'm more important. But well, I mean, what am I supposed to do? Cut the show. (laughs) Now my dog is crying. So that's great. Um, but no, he took his, he found a soother finally. I think that's what he was looking for. And he's now fast asleep. Oh, he stirred a little bit, but anyway, um, anything else you want to say just before we close it all out? Um, our president is my, or our prime minister is much better looking than your president. Dude, your prime minister is a stellar looking dude. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that think he's a dumbass and there are, there are moments. He has his moments. So I'm with you. He's the prime minister. We need to support him and people need to just, I, I, I'm, I live in the same, um, type of area that you do for like, so, but, but the opposite. So all the people that live in Alberta basically hate, uh, Trudeau. Oh, okay. Whereas you live in like, like yeah. basically if Hillary won your, your candidacies, candidacy. Yeah. The, the presidency. It, for the presidency, yes. the, the, the deceit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it would be basically how everyone where you live felt about it. Yeah. Is basically how everyone where I live feels about Trudeau with the exception of, of a few. Gotcha. A few people. So anyway, oh, okay. but he's good looking and he rides mooses. So yeah. Okay. Okay. okay guys. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm Johnny underscore casino on, on Twitter, J O N N Y underscore casino on Twitter. I uh, keep my, my DMS open. So slide on in them DMS as Ben would say, as he talks to women, uh, and, and, and tell me like vote, you vote. I want you to vote for Trudeau or vote for Trump. That's what I want in my DMS this week. Uh, I don't feel like those people are voting for the same, but we do not know that doesn't happen. <laughs> Um, let us know, let us know how you talk to your kids about politics. I, I'd be interested to hear about this. Uh, she's Chelsea Capri 23 on Twitter. Chelsea, like the Chris Capri, like John 23. Um, and Chelsea, I, I, I'd love this idea of reading a quote from my son on here to end the show because of the other thing was kind of failing. But the problem is like, it's so hard to be in a position where you can write down his best things. But he and I were having a conversation recently, actually, he was kind of outskirts of it, a conversation that about a conversation you and I had had on the show about what my funeral plans need to be. Oh yes. That was a good episode. So I was telling him and I guess I was telling him and my mom, I guess that I, I, I need this cut out so people can come by and high five me and all this stuff. And he just <laughs> looks up at me, just deadpan looks up at me and goes, dad, I don't think the government will let you do that. Huh? So maybe he's right. All right. Bye guys. <laughs>